Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. The time has come to... What's it called? Gavaska on that song. I don't know. Galvanize, ah, yeah, yeah I, know. We, I knew it was called Galvanize. Yeah, yeah. Just a bit of fun there. It's a bit of pre-show fun, just to really warm up the fun. <laughs> Make everyone feel like we're all having fun. Hello! And welcome to the Dream Factory, the world's greatest user-generated movie creation podcast. The rules are simple. We can discuss as many ideas as we like. Truth is, we read out every single one we get sent in, and only one can be taken to the next stage, where the winner will be allowed to be screened in a park to an audience of six socially distant audience members. I've said audience there twice. That's bad writing. Move on. Which is more people... Than saw the 2011 Danny Dyer film Run for Your Wife. Danny Dyer, almost a decade ahead of his time by making a film that encouraged social distancing like that in the cinemas. I'm Joel, a man who puts the ace in. I love this new definitely not concerning test and trace app. And across from <laughs> me is John Harris, a man who tentatively took his first steps outside this morning, only to be bundled into a van and driven to the Natural History Museum for testing because his communication skills had devolved so much that they believed him to be a Neanderthal man once trapped in the ice and recently thawed. Hello, John. Hello from the other side. Is that what you... When they were... When testing began, you'd prove that you weren't Neanderthal by singing the hits of Adele. Yeah. Is she dead in that song? Good. Oh, my God. I think she's dead in that song. No one talks about... She's a ghost? Yeah. I think she's a ghost in that song. More people should talk about the fact that in Adele's album, 25? It's a concept album. She's a ghost. She's a ghost the whole way through. Yeah. Someone like you. Rolling in the Who, deep. Hang on. Rivers of Hades. Yeah. Uh, River of Sticks. Yeah. Someone like you. Uh, I'll find someone like you here in heaven. In the afterlife. <laughs> yes. Good. <laughs> uh, don't know much of the other, don't know too much of the track listing of that song, but. Rumour has it. Uh, when, I'm dead. <laughs> When <laughs> when we were young and I was still alive. <laughs> wow. Listen to it again, guys. Listen to it again and you'll realise she was dead the whole time. I like I, I like our pivot to <laughs> pop-based conspiracy theories. 
<laughs> That'll be the name of the episode, won't it? Because last one was like... Adele is dead. <laughs> <laughs> We're just desperate for clickbait titles that we don't give a fuck about the content of this anymore. As long as we say something that we can fashion into a title that people will click on, we don't give a shit. We finally caught up with the internet 10 years later. <laughs> oh. Adele is dead. John does the uploading of this podcast, and if he doesn't call it Adele is dead, know that he's a coward. <laughs> What about this movie idea from Jack, The Social Distance, with Eisenberger's Cummings? Oh, wow. Here, we've, have we seen him bald? Was he bald when he did Lex Luthor? Yeah, at the end. Just at the end, I think. Yeah. So there you go. That's, and also, that seems like a pretty natural progression to me. One <laughs> supervillain to the next. But, but isn't, it, isn't it mean to, you know, Benedict Cumberbatch has got a line of work playing Cummings. Why is he... He won't do it again, will he? I don't know. You'd be mad. What, to reprise that role? You'd be absolutely mad. Mm. It'd be mad if they managed to get Jesse Eisenberg in to play UK <laughs> yeah, government maybe, hey, maybe, the news, maybe the news just hasn't, you know, maybe in the US they're not really as aware. I mean, they, I, from what I read, they've got their own things to be dealing with. Fucking hell, um, yeah. So maybe, like, maybe there's not really like Dominic Cummings cut through. <laughs> and so they could, you know, a, a clever little production company could probably pitch us. As the tale of the underdog. 81% of the public were against him, but he stayed strong. <laughs> oh, I never thought of Everyone it. thought he was wrong. Yeah. That's really fun. The fucking shyster. <laughs> the press conference in the garden, that would be nice and cinematic. I think there's a lot we can do with that. Oh, that'd be lovely. Yeah. The big sound. Yeah. What what happened? <laughs> <laughs> right. Just just in case anyone My brain it, Oh yeah. In case enough. anyone internationally is is not up to date with it, a big political well, the main political advisor for Boris pretty much broke lockdown, although he technically didn't, although he definitely did. And then he had to he go and do did. a press conference about it in a in the garden of Ten yeah. Downing Street whilst yeah, <laughs> while someone was playing like a They'd got a bagpipe and they'd put it through some distortion pedals. Like it was going through yeah. some like martial amps just behind him. It was so weird. <laughs> and such, I don't know if this is lockdown or I'm going more mad, but I'm, I feel like I'm, my brain's slowly op- becoming more open to mad theories on the internet because I'm reading them more. That I thought, someone doing this on purpose? When really, obviously they're not. How would you <laughs> organize that? I was thinking, hmm. But then I thought, which side would be doing that on purpose? It's so weird. It doesn't benefit anyone <laughs> because it was clearly distracting him. And if if so, if you were pro Cummings, why would you make it? Because it was just putting him off. It's not like he's gonna. The noise is gonna be so loud that it's gonna end the press conference, and no <laughs> one will ever ask for the press conference again. <laughs> and if you're against him, we're just drowning out what he can say. <laughs> uh, I, I, I I sort of sort of realised that it's probably just some bloke doing some construction work or something. <laughs> As opposed to like the worst way to bring down a press conference known to man. <laughs> yeah, I like the what idea. What we'll do is we'll go 100 yards away <laughs> and make this noise. And that'll probably bring down the government. <laughs> and no one will ever question him ever again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, dear. What about this one from Mark? Donald Darko. <laughs> oh, God. Speaking of political advisors, Donald Trump is being advised by a giant terrifying rabbit. <laughs> Next film idea. I mean, right, so far, you said you said that your lockdown has made you more prone to believing conspiracy theories. And so far, we've decided that Adele is dead and that Donald Trump is being advised by a giant rabbit. Look, I think it makes more sense than him 
acting, actually thinking all these things and behaving in these ways. <laughs> if he's threatened by a giant, terrifying rabbit. Hmm? So is the rabbit real or is it in Trump's head? Oh. Hmm. I've only seen Donnie Darko once and I pretended to understand it a lot more than I definitely did at <laughs> yeah. the time. I, was really, I, I watched it, I was like 13, sort of in a room of friends sagely going, oh, I'll say. <laughs> mm, yeah, some of those points. What about the, mm? yeah, all of us just pretending we got it. Oh, yeah. When all of us were secretly thinking, who's that scary rabbit? <laughs> what's, what's his vibe? Well, no, you'd never really find out more about that guy. So, yeah, so my reading of it is that of a 13-year-old boy. All right. As is almost everything else. <laughs> yeah, I mean, when I asked you, is the rabbit real? I didn't mean in the film Donnie Darko. I just, I mean, in, in this version, in Donald Darko. What about the one stood just behind <laughs> me at the moment? He's real. Okay, cool. I mean... Yeah, so it's in his head, maybe. Yeah, and then that gets him... Can you call this episode, Adele is dead, Donald Trump is being advised by a giant rabbit? <laughs> we'll come up with some other... No, because that sounds like the rabbit's advising him that Adele is dead. <laughs> Adele is dead. Trump is advised by a giant terrifying <laughs> rabbit. <laughs> you know what? That headline would last four minutes in the in the current news cycle, <laughs> yeah. wouldn't it? That story would come and go. Everyone would go, "What? What?" And that'd be it. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, I think we've we've got enough juice out of Donald Darko. Let's move on to even more political stuff. What about this one from Stu, friend of the show? Godzilla, a giant scouse woman, causes a Laura Laura damage across Tokyo be- <laughs> before stopping other giant TV show hosts from destroying it altogether. Wow, so it is still Tokyo-based, and she doesn't come out of the, the Mersey. That's interesting. Yeah, okay, I'm into it, I'm into it. Who who would, who would the other giant what? TV hosts you would come up against? Well, so Scylla's obviously uh, a British legend of tv so should we mm-hmm, mm-hmm. do we face her up against oprah or ellen is that the kind of oh really to we go international with it okay all yeah, of the I'm, I'm up for... there's like a there is like a godzilla thing where it's like a three-headed dragon right don't know mate i think there is right that is jimmy jimmy and james corden <laughs> poor old colbert <laughs> yeah it was mostly because they all have like jimmy names it was <laughs> the three j's yeah. yeah. No, you made your feeling. You've you've really tied your colours to the mask for your favourite late night host there. <laughs> I'd say Colbert is the one that he's he's the scientist trying to stop it all. Oh, good, very good. Is it a giant Scylla Black or is it like a giant lizard with the head of Scylla Black <laughs> that breathes that breathes fire? Does Godzilla breathe fire? Tweet us. I think Godzilla's more lasers based. Lasers based. Yeah, I think he lasers come out of his mouth. Do they? Yeah. Wow. Do do you so you think it should be. Like a British classic host, like your Les Dennis, as as was yeah so so harshly critiqued in last week's episode. Oh yeah, that was a bit too much from us, was Tom actually? Yes, and like I'm thinking Matthew Kelly. Great shout! So Godzilla comes in, destroys Tokyo, and then a bigger monster comes, and then Godzilla destroys the bigger monster and goes into the sea. Yeah, and it's all a metaphor for. Um, nuclear war and stuff because of fears of radiation and stuff so i think it's all it's all of your prominent quiz show hosts and light entertainment show hosts in the uk um they're all giant versions of themselves apart from richard osmond who's just his usual height (laughs) and they have a great big fight and eventually they're all destroyed by i don't know andrew marr (laughs) also and a giant anton decker like six foot yeah (laughs) 
Uh, on the subject good of, stuff on the subject of Scylla Black did you see that video that went viral like a couple of weeks ago about her snack that she used to eat no so when she was hungry and apparently she still did it late into her life when she was hungry one of her favourite snacks was an oxo cube ground onto an orange what <laughs> She liked a bit of sweet, a bit of savoury. She put an Oxo cube and ground it onto an orange that was cut in half. Like a beefy is... half-time orange. No, that's like <laughs> that's like some sort of Blitz Britain era story that's made up to make us feel like, God, they were brave souls. There's no way. <laughs> I... How did she think about that? <laughs> she does. Exp- and also, how's the orange presented? Is it like in seg- Is it in wedges? Yeah. Surely it's not just like... Okay. <laughs> no, she's I'm, not, I'm saying okay, like that's all right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, and apparently, one time she did it on Good Friday, and she forgot that Oxo has meat in it. So what she do you mean? To... <laughs> so she went to she went to the priest to confess. No, yeah, that is <laughs> that is absolute bullshit. I'll send you the video. It's amazing. Well, she went to a priest. She said to the priest, "I've just ground up some." Oxo onto an orange, and he said, "That's a sin any day of the year. <laughs> yeah. You're going straight to hell." <laughs> yeah, and then she did a ten Hail Marys. What about this idea from Alex? Eleven Everly, Eleven Everly. It's it's one that looks better written down. It's the sequel to Tenet. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> so we've done some Tenet stuff before, and so I was doing some research to find out if we could do anything else with the film Tenet because we don't it's a Christopher Nolan film we don't know much about it right and yeah so I was googling it and you know in google it says people also ask and the top one is what mm-hmm. is Tenet based on perfectly fine legitimate question the second mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. is Tenet a Batman <laughs> is Tenet a Batman <laughs> it's been eight years since Christopher Nolan did a Batman film is Tenet a Batman also yeah but also, i've googled that a hundred times and i can't find out also it's not is tenet a batman film it's is tenet no, a batman dear google who is mr tenet and are they a batman it's david tenet and the, there were rumors before patterson got the job that he was going to be batman so i think it's fair i think it's actually pretty fair the weird thing is then i found some articles saying that it might be in some way related to inception so after all that is Tenet an Inception? Yes, that's it. Yeah, and the, the, the end of Tenet, Killian Murphy wakes up and he's on the aeroplane in Inception. Good. That would be great. And Batman. And ba- it's the plane that Bane's on. <laughs> in the final in the final Batman film. Nolan Batman film. <laughs> you just slowly work could your be. way back through all of Christopher Nolan's filmography, all in one scene. <laughs> I could buy that. Uh, uh, yeah, just, I could get into that as well. Just to say, listener, um, we don't want... Nine e nin or whatever the prequel would be. Just uh, we we're done with that now. <laughs> also, here's an exciting throw ahead. My film idea is based on a Christopher Nolan film this week. Ooh. Mm. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at fifty to eighty percent less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just sixty bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince—they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com/upgrade for free shipping and three hundred sixty-five day returns. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. What about this one from Tom, friend of the show Tom? Aaron Brockowitch. <laughs> a witch poisons the water supply in her local town. Oh, is she a lawyer? Is that No, what's Aaron Brockovich? No, I forgive Ali McBeal, sorry. Uh, you're always getting those two mixed up. Aaron <laughs> Brockovich... There's a film, Julia Roberts campaigns about the water supply being poisoned, I think. Ah. She finds out, you know, a company's got a pipe and the pipe's making the water bad. But in this one, she's investigating a witch that's making the water bad. Yeah, that's better, isn't it? <laughs> What's happening? Are they... It's all. It's better if it's a witch. <laughs> I've all, I think that about so many films. <laughs> and... So what what what's happening to the people? I assume they're ridiculous, fantastical ailments. Like they suddenly have the legs of goat. Yep, turning into frogs. <laughs> like, yeah, that is good. I hadn't thought about that. And she's. And I wonder how long it would be if a witch, if a witch poisoned the water supply, and you didn't know about it. <laughs> this is good. This this sounds like a <laughs> philosophy essay question. <laughs> How long would it be, do you think, before people started to figure out it was the water supply? So random things started happening to people. So you don't... Yeah, exactly. People start turning to frogs. What? I don't know what you'd go to first, really. It's got to be like... It's, you know. Is it like all the posh people who aren't drinking tap water? It isn't affecting, so then oh, you have to like... That's, that's very that clever. Mm. Well done, John. That's very clever. That's like, like American Psycho. He doesn't drink tap water, does he? Does he not? Very nice. No, there's a big bit in the book about how he only drinks Evian from glass bottles as well because he's worried about the plastic and the water. I don't know. Truth be told, I, I, look, I, I'm never the person who's spending the money to do that. But like water from a glass bottle that's just been opened is generally very nice. You heard it here first. Great chat. <laughs> um, yeah, that's good. So uh, all the bottled water drinkers in town aren't frogs. <laughs> do they it's like a disney animation style as well so that when they're frogs they can talk and stuff and it's about then then it's actually it's pretty deep messaging there about class divides and stuff we knew it the rich get richer the poor get frogger very nice um <laughs> well i i like also the idea that there's like i don't know why but there's like tv tell-alls where like people are telling their story about what happened, but they want to keep their identity secret. So it's a tiny little silhouette of a frog just <laughs> with its voice blurred out. This this frog is being voiced by an actor. <laughs> Ribbit. What about this one from Lizzie? Bye, Tonya. Okay. <laughs> right. B-Y-E? Yeah. Or, no. Yeah, or are no. there two Tonyas? No, no, no. It's, it's goodbye. I think the problem with this one is that 
You could all, you could just take any word that rhymes height on you, white on you. Yeah. Oh, or we're gonna what we're gonna start pitching by robot. <laughs> Will Smith says goodbye to lots of robots. <laughs> Would watch it. What, Actually, uh, okay. What about like pie Tonya? Like Tonya Harding breaks the leg of a competitor <laughs> in a pie eating contest. That's not bad. American pie Tonya. <laughs> Sexy frat ice skating. Exactly. Yes. I mean, there's been so many American Pie sequels that that must have happened in there somewhere. Yeah, we probably just haven't seen it. They'll be ice skate. They'll be ice skating in an American Pie film. And it's always the dad. He always shows up. None of the rest of the cast, but the dad. Oh, that guy with his eye, the eyebrow guy. The eye- <laughs> one of the greatest eyebrows in Hollywood, I think. Uh, I want to say Elliot. No, I just wanted to say Elliot. <laughs> I, that's got nothing to do with the man who who, who turns up in. Uh, no, I've Googled Elliot Eyebrows and all I'm getting is a health and beauty clinic in Canada, so it's not him. <laughs> yeah, by Tonya. Uh, it's the it's post-retirement. Have you seen I, Tonya? Yeah, it's great. Yeah, it's really good, isn't it? Mm, I don't it's know. Really yeah, it, it didn't really seem to make a, an impression at the time, but I thought it was good. And Margot Robbie and Sebastian Stan are both really, really excellent in it. Yeah, and the mum. Yes. I'm so bad with names. Honestly, my brain... Of course, and she was, was like... Completely... She was like she was like nominated Oscar for nominated. awards and stuff. Yeah, so apologies. Yeah, she's right. amazing in it. Oh, what's her name? I'm going mad. Alison Janney. Like, I really like Alison Janney and her name then. God, I just went. Oh, my God. John, cut all this out. No, don't. Put it in here four times <laughs> so I can get better at remembering things. It's <laughs> like punishment. Uh, John. Yes. Before I forget, should we do our own ideas? Yes. My one is. Hey, here's mine. No, my <laughs> one. No, my. You always go first. Batman and. Do I? Yeah, Batman and Robin Williams. Good. Yes. I'm up for him being Batman's sidekick. I think it... 100%. Improvising fun lines. Yeah, and I think it would be... I'm thinking like him against the Jim Carrey Riddler. So we're we're dealing with... Yes. Like such incredible levels of zany. And you've just got whoever's Batman at the time just kind of stood in the corner just minding his own business. Batman and Robin Williams, colon, the zaniest film ever made. <laughs> Yeah, and they go back to the 1960s style where, you know, when they punch, it's like, wow, <laughs> zap. <laughs> <laughs> they get Zane Lowe to voice all of the TV ads and he, uh, by Depot, changes his name to Zane High for <laughs> six months. Entire marketing spend on, it goes on changing his name to Zane High. <laughs> and he, like, does a voice that's nothing like his actual voice because he has to be zany. Yeah, yeah exactly, because he's gone Zane High because... It does a bit of before helium. He such low levels of Zane. He does a bit of helium before every <laughs> read. I'm into it. I don't think we need to talk any more about it. You haven't got a plot, have you? <laughs> hey, here's a witch! Mine. A witch is poisoning the water supply of Gotham <laughs> and turning everyone into frogs. <laughs> All right, I'm back. Here's mine. Me Mentos. <laughs> a kid. Wait for this. He does the Mentos and Coke experiment. <laughs> And the lid flies off and hits him in the head and he forgets everything and he has to piece together his life. <laughs> I thought it was going to be like a, a northerner wondering where he put his mints. Mementos! <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Well. Pretty pleased when I thought of that. That's great. Yeah, so he does the classic internet experiment where you put Mentos in Coke. Why do people still need to figure out if, it, if that's what's going to happen? We must be like 15 years into Mentos and Coke explosions and people are still going, but really? Is that really, is that really what happened when you put Mentos and Coke? Yes, definitively, yes. 
um, this kid's like, I don't believe it, you know. <laughs> I've seen these videos on the internet. I've never seen it in the flesh. He's Fills a conspiracy he, theorist. He goes, yes, exactly. He thinks that they're all paid actors <laughs> for, for like Pepsi and Trebor. <laughs> and he does it. Lid flies off, hits him in the head, spends a short amount of time in a coma, and then comes back and has to piece together the fragments of his life. It's actually pretty harrowing after the hilarious Coca Mentos scene. And it leads him on a journey that will end with him taking a flight with Bane and Cillian Murphy. <laughs> yes! What a lovely loot! Oh, look at that. That's professional podcasting right there. Hey, John, it's been a pleasure as always. Thank you, mate. Do subscribe to the podcast. Do like the podcast. Not <laughs> don't as it just like it, enjoy, as in enjoy it and love it and just have a good time with it keep tuning in never send us tune some ideas out. never stop tuning in send us some film ideas always forget to say that yep. when it comes to the day before and i think oh there's no fucking film ideas send us film ideas we appreciate it when you do and we'll see you next week or or, or after this bit of music ah oh, good fun that that was fun Started started political, ended immense, Absolutely. which is like uh, any good dinner. <laughs> you know when you go out for dinner? I often starters come out, I do all the political chat then, and by the end, everyone's friends and we're having those lovely mints that come with the bill. <laughs> Says a lot about life. Absolutely. Hey, Life starts with politics and it ends with mints. <laughs> hey, Joe, um, you, you put out a gauntlet last week to get some people to tell us, one... An actor who you're back oh, regardless yeah, of their filmography. And two, a film that they would be scared to show their partner. I did. What did people say? So Lem says, one, Denzel Washington, which I kind of, I don't think he's got a patchy dis- uh, filmography. Yeah, Lem, you can't. That's like saying Daniel Day-Lewis. <laughs> uh, yeah, and then uh, to any... You, got, you, you can't just back one of the greats. <laughs> uh, and then to any anime movie, which I think is a fair point. You don't. I can understand that being quite daunting. Yeah, there's there's connotations with anime, aren't there? Uh, Wrong, wrongfully so, but it is scary. So uh, two people. So Jack said, Jack and Lizzie said, uh, Adam Sandler. Jack says, I hate most of his films, but Punch Drunk Love is a masterclass as are Uncut Gems and the Marewitch stories. He's basically saying he's pretentious. Yeah, I get that. I get that feeling. You know, we we all secretly love Mr. Deeds. Little Nick? No, I don't know. I I remember thinking when I was like twelve, Little Nicky was hilarious. But I'd imagine watching it now well, is so sad. Yeah, the problem the problem with that period of Adam Sandler is is I don't know which ones are the good ones and which ones are the bad ones anymore because I just watched them all at the time they came out and never again. Yeah, I don't. I got I got absolutely no concept of whether Little Nicky's the good one or Big Daddy is. <laughs> I've got no idea. Lizzie also says that her answer to number two, the thing she's scared to show is Grown Ups 2 because Sandler is her partner. So that was, she was setting up a joke and I've totally destroyed it by putting it in with another thing. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> Daryl says uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger in The Rock. Fair play, fair play. And number two yep. is The Room. He's scared to show his partner that in case she doesn't find it funny. Don't worry about it. Yeah, terrifying. It is funny. Uh, and finally, Kira <laughs> says Eddie Murphy for one. I think he's on an upwards trajectory at the minute. So, yep. But it's been a roller coaster with old Eddie. Yeah, that's the thing. He'll do a Dream Girls, and then he'll do Norbit, Daddy Daycare. Yeah. And then two. I mean, this one is intense. 
Irreversible or any Gaspar Noe film, which, yeah, I think she has a right to be worried to show anyone those films. Yeah. Yeah. So there you when, go. How, when's the when's the mood right for that? <laughs> oh, I really fancy I really fancy a Gaspar Noe film tonight. You know. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Thanks very much. Anything else to report, John? Have you been watching or consuming anything of note? How was Big Little Fires? How's the space one? Big Little Fires everywhere. I really really enjoyed. Great. I thought it was really good. Everyone in it is great, including all the kids. Like all of the kids are really good. Four of them. That's quite rare, isn't it? Yeah. Our kid actors getting better. There you go. There's my call out. I really enjoyed that. I watched the first episode of Space Force, and it's. Uh, I didn't laugh, <laughs> but I'm going to watch more of it. And then I saw someone tweeting like, "Greg Daniels in first seasons," and the, you know. Or Greg Daniels and dodgy first seasons and the handshaking meme. But it's just like, wow. Yeah, that is true. Yeah. Can you get by? Can it, is that allowed? Who I, knows? I don't know. Like, yeah, it's a weird one because it's the same. It's the office, the US office and Parks and Recreation are both shows that I've been recommended multiple times to watch. And they always say, just put up with the first series, which I always think is like, yeah. what, 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 my, what, those are hours of my life I that know, I just have yeah. to put up with. Exactly. I never understand. I never understand that argument. Oh, you know, it takes 20 episodes to get into. Well, no. <laughs> I'm out. Yeah. With all of that said, I'm going to stick it out. <laughs> and then you'll be like, you'll be, by the end of it, you'll be telling me you have to watch it because the last episode was quite good. Yeah. What about you? I'm like 10 years behind or whatever, but because uh, it came out on Switch, I started playing Bioshock, which, uh, spoiler, is a very good video game. Yeah. And then... Me and my girlfriend, we're watching Macmillions. <gasps> so are we. Yeah, it's fun. It's really fun. When you start making a documentary series and there's just that many characters in it, you must think, oh, this is just the best. Yeah. Everyone's like a larger than life character. Yeah. I mean, the second, Everyone. The second uh, that Doug guy who's like, he's part of the FBI, but he's also kind of like the friendliest frat boy you've ever seen. Like he's... Yeah, he's, I know. It's so weird. He's so, like, this guy... This isn't what I imagined the FBI to be like. Yeah. Yeah. So he's brilliant. It just yeah. seems like everyone everyone at the FBI just couldn't believe their luck that this was the case they were working on. Yeah. It's just so much fun. So yeah, it's yeah. um yeah, no, it's so I've been really enjoying that. Um and then I listened to a podcast that came out late last year because I've been listening to loads of like investigative journalism ones of late, but mm-hmm. I'm I'm out of fresh ones. So I put a tweet out and someone suggested I check out hunting warhead and it's really good but it is incre- it's incredibly intense because it's about about how people catch pedophiles so like it's really intense but it is really good listen. wow yeah there you go cool. that's I a, might give that a listen that is a bad note to l- leave a podcast on which we'd never do even on a budget quality is non-negotiable that's why quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. 
Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Transform your home in one weekend with paint from Menards. Get a paint that combines durability and gorgeous color. Dutch Boys DuraClean Interior Paint and Primer in One offers stay clean technology, making your home stay beautiful and clean longer. And with Dutch Boys Easy Opening Smooth Pouring Container, transforming your home has never been easier. Save big money on Dutch Boy paints and head into Menards to get your paint project started today. Save big money at Menards. Send the guys a movie idea. Tell your friends that you like the show. Follow us on social media. Then you'll be the best listener.